listening to On the Right Road. Get ready to experience extraordinary real-life inspiration and discover valuable tools to help kids find and travel the right road in school and in life. And now, here's your award-winning host, author, singer-songwriter, producer, humanitarian, and founder of Right Road Kids. It's Paula Phillips. Right Road! Hello, everyone, and welcome to On the Right Road. I'm your host, Paula Phillips, and as always, I've got something good and positive and wonderful to say and share with you all this evening. I hope you're all having an amazing summer, and I'm so glad you're here tuning in with me this evening because this is going to be an hour to remember. I truly believe with all my heart it will have a lasting, life-changing impact on your life. You know, that will not only affect the school year to come and the kids in your life, but that will also make your life better and impact all those around you in extraordinary ways as well. And I've titled tonight's show, Living and Teaching What Really Matters. You know, with all the busyness and distractions in our lives on a daily basis, this topic is so crucial to each one of us and to our kids. So sit back, you guys, relax, take a deep breath, and really be ready to be inspired by what really matters. This is an hour just for you to help you recharge your batteries and focus in a wonderful way and get ready for an extraordinary school year to come. And as part of tonight's specialness, also get ready for our awesome Right Road Christmas in July giving. I've got over $3,000 in gifts and giveaways for teachers as part of tonight's pre-show and live broadcast. So woohoo! <laughs> to start, you know I love to do this. I've got my On the Right Road teacher listener shout outs for this evening. If you hear your name right now, just send me a quick private message on our Right Road Kids Facebook page with your summer home address. And then we'll get a fun grab bag of school supplies off in the mail to you. I think you all know by now, but just in case, I know we have a lot of new listeners tonight too, so that teacher gifts don't get lost in the mail or in school offices over the summer. We're still in that summertime gift delivery mode, which means home address delivery mode. We'll get back to delivering teachers to teachers at their schools in September. But for now, we're still sending to the home addresses over the summer. And all the gifts and giveaways from tonight's show will be off in the mail to the recipients the first week in August. So these are just some of the amazing Right Road teacher friends tuning in this evening. Even though, you guys, I can't say all of your names on the air each time, you know you're all in my heart, and you're all part of this amazing family. So as I share each one, just kind of lift up a a good thought for them and know that you're all part of this family and loved. So tonight we've got Lisa Branham from Harbor City Elementary School in Melbourne, Florida, Laura Franklin from Ugola Lower Elementary in Ugola, Oklahoma. I hope I said that right. Cheryl Fladine from Mission Collegiate High School in Mission, Texas. Devorah Bergman from Flora Singer Elementary in Silver Spring, Maryland. Carla Viruetta from Bijou Community School in South Lake Tahoe, California. Bethany Mahoney from Holden Central Elementary in Holden, West Virginia. Shannon Buckroyd from Goodrell Middle School in Des Moines, Iowa. Katie McCarty from St. Stephen's Episcopal School in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Mark Curry from Bogalusa High School in Bogalusa, Louisiana. Ingrid Scarpitta from Rancho Viejo Elementary in Yuma, Arizona. Betsy Bercy from Community School in Roanoke, Virginia. Jenny Ryan 
Ryan from Central High School in St. Paul, Minnesota, Katie McQuain from Crooksville K-8 through in Crooksville, Ohio, Kendra Weisenbaker from Sawtooth Middle School in Mer- uh, Meridian, Idaho, and Tina Hall from Carly E. Adams School in Whitney Point, New York. And her mentor, Mrs. Frazier. Tina shared with me that Mrs. Frazier is an incredible, amazing, passionate person who has always believed in her from day one. And Mrs. Frazier retired this past year, so Tina applied for that open position, her dream job, and got it. So Tina shared with me that she's learned so much from her mentor, Mrs. Frazier, and she feels truly blessed. So yay, a big shout out to both of you. And happy birthday to longtime Right Road teacher friend Beth Ogden from North County. Intermediate School in Deloche, Missouri. Happy birthday, Beth. We love you. And Brittany Cox and her teacher friends from Lubbock, Texas, are they're having an On the Right Road listening party together tonight. So, <laughs> Brittany and friends, yay! I'll be sending you guys a big grab bag that you can all share. And Stacy Johnson from James S. Hunt Elementary in Coral Springs, Florida. She had this at the bottom of her email. You know, you guys send me, I mean, hundreds of emails right before a show each weekend. And her email at the bottom said, the only person you are destined to become is the person you decide to be. I thought that needs to be a poster. Maybe I'll do that, actually. I'll create a little poster. I'm like, that is so perfect to kick off tonight with. So, as always, thank you all so much for tuning into On the Right Road. Welcome to one and all of you. I'm so glad you're all here with me. And, you know, as we continue to grow, Right Road Kids is just growing by leaps and bounds, and On the Right Road is growing by leaps and bounds. (laughs) And Marcy and I have actually been talking about this lately. We just hope you know that each one of you is in our hearts. You're not just a number to us as Right Road gets bigger and bigger. We know your name when you comment. It's the coolest thing. I mean, with everything that you share with me and with us, we feel like we really know you and your family to us. And I just really want you to know that. A teacher said to me the other day, she said, Paula, how in the world do you know all these teachers? You know everybody by name. You know what school they're at. You know things that are important to them. And I'm like... She's like, it must be a gifting of yours or something. And, and I don't know. I just, I, I know and I love you guys. I'm so glad you're here. And you guys also, speaking of Marcy, thank you so much for your thoughts and prayers for her daughter. Marcy's sitting here with me doing the behind the scenes tonight. And so many of you sent beautiful email messages. Her daughter's been having seizures again. And and she, Marcy actually just said she's doing better today. And, and I know that their family has really felt your love and prayers. So thank you so much you guys. See, it's it's family, I tell you. So to continue the giving fund that will help you plan for an incredible school year, teachers, I've got my first On the Right Road giveaway for this evening. For tonight's gifts, I picked things that I really think will help you prepare for the year to come in wonderful ways. I think you're going to love them. And again, total value, including tonight's pre-show gifts and tonight's On the Right Road Live show gifts is in the thousands of dollars, and we'll announce all the recipients on our Right Road Kids Facebook page tomorrow and Tuesday. Because there will be so many, it's going to take two days of announcements. So if you see your name either on tomorrow or Tuesday's On the Right Road recipients announcement posts on our Right Road Kids Facebook page, make sure then to private message me on our Right Road Kids Facebook page with your summer address so we know where to send your gift package to. And that'll be all be in the announcement post too. So don't worry. But I just always like to highlight that. So here's the first giveaway for the this evening. It's open to all teachers in the U.S. listening to On the Right Road right now. 
First, I always like to make sure that I mention the code word. Tonight's code word for all of our On the Right Road giveaways is the word love. So each giveaway as it comes up, we're going to pop it up on our Right Road Kids Facebook page. The first one's not up there yet. Marcy's going to hold off until I kind of share the details. The easy entry details are going to be in each offer post, but then in addition, you also want to physically type in that code word love because that way we know you're listening tonight and that's your official entry for each of the giveaways. I hope that makes sense, but it's pretty easy. So just type in love whenever you enter anything tonight. So for this first giveaway, I've got three class sets of seat sack handy sacks. These things are awesome. They're those sturdy, personal-sized magnetic pouches that you can hang on the sides of desks or anything metal, really, that will give you more storage space in your classroom. How awesome is that, right? So each class set has 25 handy sacks. Plus, this isn't going to be included in the giveaway picture, but I'm also going to add three $100 school supply gift box drawings to this giveaway, too. So there will be six teacher recipients as part of this giveaway. Three will each receive one of the seat sack handy sack sets and three will each receive a $100 school supply gift box. So to enter, you can go to our Right Road Kids Facebook page right now as you're listening. Just follow those simple entry guidelines in the giveaway post. Remember to type that code word love as part of your entry comment. Marcia, you can go ahead and pop that up on our Right Road Kids Facebook page right now. It'll be open until just after the end of the show till 6.30 p.m. Pacific, 9.30 Eastern tonight. And we'll announce the six recipients on our Right Road Kids Facebook page tomorrow. Huge thanks to SeatSack and Nair for donating the amazing resources for this giveaway. And I want to mention, you guys, that the last time I checked, SeatSack had their handy sacks at an amazing price of only $1.45 each. I'm not sure if that's just a special back-to-school price, but check that out at SeatSack.com. The SeatSack products are all amazing, and SeatSack is one of our awesome On the Right Road sponsors, too. And, of course, you guys, you know this is just the first of our wonderful giveaways I'll have throughout the show tonight. So keep our Right Road Kids Facebook page close and ready. Just a quick note that if you're not listening live tonight, we're live Sunday, July 23rd. Tonight's giveaways will, of course, be closed after that. But you know we always have fun stuff for you on the right road. (laughs) So now I am absolutely, I'm like shaking, I'm so excited. I'm thrilled and just overjoyed to introduce you all to my guest this evening. Rachel Macy Stafford is affectionately known as the hands-free mama to friends and fans around the globe. And she is a shining light in the world, you guys. She is a New York Times bestselling author of three extraordinary books, including Hands Free Mama and Only Love Today. She's also a certified special education teacher who also provides people around the globe with practical and motivating methods to let go of worldly distractions so they can live authentic and fulfilling lives. And since starting her Hands Free Mama blog in 2010, Rachel's work has been featured in USA Today, Time.com, MSN.com, FoxNews.com, Reader's Digest, and she's appeared on CNN, Good Morning America, The Today Show, Global News, to name a few. Rachel also has a wonderful husband and two amazing daughters who inspire her daily. And you can tell, you guys, I'm so honored. I'm feeling so blessed and thrilled to introduce you all to and welcome Rachel Macy Stafford to On the Right Road. Welcome, Rachel. Thank you so much. It's so good to be here. 
Oh, I'm so excited. And you know what I thought would be fun, Rachel, if it's okay? Mm-hmm. Once in a while, I do this with guests. I've got like a, a quick fire, five questions for you. Okay. It's the kind of thing where in one minute, we're going to do all five and just answer the first thing that pops into your head. It's always a fun way for everybody to kind of get to know you and your real heart without diving into too much depth yet. Okay. okay. Sound good? Okay. Sure. First question, easy as pie. What's your favorite color? Blue. <laughs> I love what's blue. Your, what's your favorite pastime? Probably walking outside. That's my um, creative thinking and my God time and my music time, and I love walking outside. I love it. What, oh, I love this question, too. What's your favorite sound? Probably my daughter Avery singing. She has a beautiful voice, and it always brings me to tears. Oh, <laughs> I'm getting <laughs> choked up already. Okay, so question number four. What do you feel is your biggest accomplishment in your life so far? Uh, I think probably overcoming um, some tough obstacles um, to to do the things that I feel like God's calling me to do rather than what um, I was expected to do. I, and I'll get into that later, but just, yes. just following my heart. Um, and and, and you fo- know, sometimes yeah. that's not an easy thing to do in this society. <laughs> it's true, following your calling. I totally mm-hmm. hear you. Mm-hmm. Okay, last quick fire. If you could only share one more sentence with your children, what would it be? Um, that's a good one, right? It is a good one. And I think it would be... Um, I love you just as you are, exactly as you are, because I do oh. feel like we constantly feel like we need to be better. We need, we're not enough. We um, just are always falling short. And if, if I could just say that to them, and that was the only thing that I said to them, that just for them to know that, that they are enough and they don't need to change, that what a great life that would, you know, a foundation that that would provide them. I've got goosebumps. Mm. Absolutely. Okay, now, now we got to get into the meat and potatoes. We've got so much to talk about. And uh, you guys, everybody listening, this what she has to share is so amazing. So, Rachel, I've got to start with the phrase, hands-free mama. First of all, I know you've probably been asked this a million times already, but can you share how you got that kind of moniker and what it means? Yes. Um, six years ago, I was at the height of my distracted life. I didn't know it, but I knew that I was missing <laughs> my joy. I was missing the laughing, the living, the breathing. It was like my life was on one speed and one speed only, and I felt constantly stressed and overwhelmed, and I was not a happy person, and I was not a pleasant person to be around, and that's not me. I was always a positive person, but when you get um, so caught up in all the distractions of life and the busyness, and you're saying yes to all the things that really don't matter in the end because you think you need to, and so that's where I was, and I happened to go on a walk one day, you know, as I said, walking is my therapy, and I was out for a walk, and a question popped into my head. It was a question that I took a lot of pride in because people said, oh, Rachel, how do you do it? How do you do it all? And that day I said, you know, what is the real answer to that? 
And the real answer was, I do it all because I miss out on life. I Uh. miss the most important moments of life. And my girls were little at the time. And so that just, I I had to stop walking. I was crying so hard. Uh. And I thought, how in the world can I get out of this mess that I've made my life? And, you know, I prayed because I thought, you know, I can't do this by myself. And I prayed for a small step because I was a special ed teacher and I knew you got to take big changes with small steps. Yes. And so I did. I started going hands-free. That's what I called it. I thought, I've just got to let go, even if it's just 10 minutes. I've got to push it all away and be where I am now and look in my child's eyes, listen to my husband's words, hear the beat of my own heart. I've got to do that, even if it's 10 minutes. And that is how I started this journey. This transformation was with a 10-minute increment of just being hands-free. Now, the hands-free doesn't just mean technology, it sounds like. It means, you know, not taking phone calls, not letting your mind go off and worry about Mm -hmm. 9,000 other Mm -hmm. things. It's being present in the moment right now, right? Yes, it is. It's it, it, it can be thought of as a figurative or literal because we have distractions that are tangible, like you said, the phone, the calendar, the schedule, but we also have distractions that are internal, and oftentimes yes, they yes. can be even more damaging, like the inner bully who's telling you it's not enough, it's got to be perfect. Oh, I need to complain about the way my child's hair is. I can't let her go out walking, you know, out in public looking <laughs> like that. You know, it's that little voice inside you that takes you out of that moment, that takes you out of that loving perspective, and that really can ruin your life. Yes, yes. Well, and and your moniker, Hands-Free Mama, you know, the hands-free is for everybody, that concept. It's not just for moms. Mm-mm. You know, it's for, for dads, teachers, every yes. person who walks the earth. It is this, we've got to get back to the basics of what really matters. So it sounds like, I was going to ask you this question, but I think you've already answered it in such a beautiful way. It sounds like, you know, with all of our distractions, all of the busyness that we're all in the middle of, it sounds like the realistic way to kind of start breaking old habits of mm-hmm. being distracted is to just take the time. Yes, right? It's, take it's take really 10 aware. minutes. Take uh, to 10 me, minutes it's awareness. Yes. Um, because, like, for instance, I, I did not tell anybody what I was doing because I did not think that I could break my distracted, perfectionistic, overscheduled life. I thought, I can't do this, so I'm going to be real quiet about what I'm trying to do. But two months into it, the change in me was so profound. And just being available, my girls noticed right away when oh. I became available and they drew to me like magnets. And my husband even, you know, he, he sensed something was different. And in fact, one day I said, "Hun, I want to tell you what I've been doing secretly. And yeah. I told him about this word, hands-free. And he didn't say anything at the time because he was taking the girls to the museum, but he came home from the museum and he said, that was the most meaningful time that I've spent with them in a very, very long time because I did what you asked, what you suggested, and that was to push away 
thoughts of work, to not look at my phone, to not worry what was anybody else doing, not comparing, and just be all there. And so I thought, okay, it's working for my husband. We don't, we don't yes. have the same personality traits. He doesn't do the same job that I do, but it worked for him. And that's what made me believe that this is what I was supposed to share with the yes. world. Well, and here's something that really struck me, Rachel, when I was diving into your books and blogs and website. By living this hand-free life, I feel like we're not only enriching our own lives as adults, as parents, Mm -hmm. as teachers, but we're really teaching our kids how to live this way by example, too, right? Oh, absolutely. And I feel like now it's more important than ever because our kids are growing up with technology just right there at their fingertips. I have a 14-year-old and a 10-year-old, and so much of their life is online. They even have to do their schoolwork. You know, so it's not like we can't say, oh, we have to shun technology. No, it's part of life. So by showing them healthy boundaries and showing them The phone is not where you're going to feed your soul. You're going to feed your soul when we go out hiking or when we cook in the kitchen or when we sit and play a game of cards. And so I think one of my most effective strategies for maintaining those healthy boundaries between life and technology is just to envision my kids in the future and to think what is going to fulfill them and And if I want my kids to appreciate the softness of an animal, I must appreciate the softness of an animal. If I want my kids to look into the eyes of those who speak to them, I need to look into the eyes of people who speak to me and to look into their eyes. If I want my kids to, to help people in need, I need to show them, let's go volunteer, let's go help out at the retirement center. This is all modeling that you're doing where you're putting away the distractions of the modern age and you're just having that connection with real people and real things and things that make your heart just feel alive. Well, and here's a a really cool example of this, Rachel. I was reading your books while my family, you know, in the evening time when my family and I were on our recent um, family trip to Cooperstown, New York and to Boston. And on the subway in New York, in all of the busyness of New York, mm-hmm. at one point, I'm one of those people, and I think you're the, the same way, I notice everything. Yes. I, sometimes, mm-hmm. I just sit back and I notice like a little raindrop on the window. I notice a fly flying by. Mm-hmm. I notice how people interact with each other. I saw this mom and daughter. The daughter was, I would say, about 14 years old, and they were sitting together on a subway bench. And the mom was turned towards the daughter, and what she was doing as they were having their conversation, she was twirling her daughter's hair in the most loving way, looking Mm. right at her. Now, her daughter, some of the time, was looking forward, some of the time looking at her mom. But then what happened was the daughter turned to the mom, took her hand, and held her hand, and was looking in her eye when when the daughter was talking to the mom. And I just stopped for a moment, and I thought, how beautiful is that? And okay, so get this. Now, my son and I are very close, and throughout the trip, I would put my arm around him. I was thinking, I mean, this is what I do anyway, but every time I did it, I was thinking of your whole hands-free life. And I tell you, within two or three days, Rachel, Mm -hmm. my son started putting his arm around me. 
even today when he was doing the dishes, he came up and he hugged me. You know, usually mm-hmm. the mom hugs the kid first, right? Mm-hmm. Well, here's this. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't even. I, I don't know if I should be telling this because you know my son's twelve and he's at that age. But <laughs> he came around and he gave me this big hug and he didn't yeah. let go. And I'm like, okay, there's nothing more. This is it. Yeah. I don't. Need, you know, this is it. Um, so just t- a perfect- it, we do tend to forget how much we need that physical contact yes. and we need even if they're get growing and they're getting big and they look like they don't want our love and our hugs they want it and they need it and one of my favorite things to do with my daughters is um we do XOXO before you go it's an undistracted goodbye i feel like it's so important when we part ways to look into their eyes tell them how much you love them you know, refrain from saying, you know, be good today or, right, you know, right. like, don't, don't end it with a negative. End it with, I love you. I hope you have a great day. You know, that undistracted goodbye. And even my teenager, she's 14. Sometimes she'll just lean in and just take a deep breath and she'll take in my scent and I'll know she needs this, even though she acts like she's too old for this. She's right. not. And my husband, I mean, he gets the shaft so often. I think, I'm in a rush. I don't have time to <laughs> hug and kiss you. But he needs it. I need it. We forget that, you know, when they're getting out of the car and we're on the phone, that that doesn't feel good. It's like, oh, I'm not important enough right. for her to get off the phone to say I love you and goodbye. Because, right. you know, if you think about it, we don't know that we're going to be re- reunited. It's not guaranteed. And we don't, you know, we don't want it to be a negative. We want it to be an, a positive when we say goodbye. Well, and it just goes back to the whole thing about how we're modeling it for our kids. And so yes. what what I'd really love to dive into, because we have so many Right Road teacher friends listening, is how can teachers incorporate this philosophy, this way of life, this hands-free way of life yes. into their daily school routine? Can you just share maybe two or three tips for teachers? Yes. Um, one of the most powerful um, teachers that I've witnessed myself was a teacher who asked the parents to take the index card that was on the desk at Meet the Teacher and write down their children's passions. What excites your child? What makes them come alive? I had never done that before, and I filled up my index card, and I listened to this man speak, and he said, the worst thing is when a child comes to a class and I don't know what makes them excited, I don't know what their passion is, and I see them walking around the hall looking hopeless like they're in prison. And yes. he said, I want to connect with my students. I want to know what makes them feel happy and alive. And he said, I don't want them to stress about. If if they have a late night because of sports and they're stressing because they have a test, I want them to come to me and I want them to tell me because there's other things in life that are more important. And honestly, I couldn't believe he was saying this. I got tears in my eyes. I thought, this is how it should be to to know that the pressure is not so high that you that if you fail you're a failure that you can be a human being and so i just loved i loved that index card idea and and i loved that he 
He focused on that connection. I think if the teachers can focus on making that connection with a student, they're going to want to please you and to behave for you. And so many things fall into place if you have that rapport with your students. And I also think to to take the pressure off, um, you know, sometimes teachers feel like, well, I have all this pressure on me. I've got to put pressure on my students. But they're going to respond to a teacher who's flexible, who sets real, realistic standards, and who might say, you know, oh, today we can kind of, you know, not, not be so stringent. And, and they're going to respond to that. And I also think being available you know, sometimes we think, well, I'm on such a tight schedule. I don't have time to stop when I see that David is struggling. But by stopping just for even a minute and looking in his eyes and say, you know, I see this is really hard for you. Let's talk about this later at the end of class. Let's talk about this. You know, that whole thing you just mentioned about noticing. Yes. When it comes down to it, the kids just want to know that they are seen and they are heard. Somebody sees me, somebody hears me, and I matter. And if you have those three things in place, you, you're just going to go so much farther with your students. Yes. Well, and I think, you know, sometimes when you get into the heat of the days and they're just, there's so much going on in the classroom and you've got 35 kids, some Uh, teachers have 38 kids in one class. I think teachers, something that with all that Rachel's talking about here, try from day one of this coming school year to, to, whether you have to set your alarm, whatever you need to do to take those pauses, to practice getting in the habit of just letting everything go and noticing what's really going on. It can be a five-minute little thing, Mm -hmm. but I think those those tiny minutes where that can become a habit and that becomes kind of the the culture in your classroom I think getting in that habit is crucial and the kids will notice it I it's really how I function when I do the right road programs in schools and they notice that you're listening and that you care and oh my gosh it just it really really works it and it 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 magnifies the effectiveness of everything that you mm-hmm. do because they're so engaged mm-hmm. with you because of it. So, Rachel, oh, my gosh, I've got so many questions here. <laughs> I, I know you've, you've written three books, Hands-Free Mama, Hands-Free Life, and Only Love Today. You yeah. guys, everybody listening, these are must-reads. I, I can't even I, – I, they are here, sitting right here next to me. I've got so many marks in them. It, it's just beautiful. They're, they're the kind of things that you can just take any time you need a, a boost. Mm-hmm. And even just read a paragraph. You can read the whole thing. But they're just – they're must-have. So before I share my next On the Right Road giveaway, Rachel, which is in honor of you, I want to make sure that people know where they can get your books. I think yes. they can find them almost anywhere, right? Yes, um, it's carried at Target, Books a Million, Barnes and Noble, but Amazon, of course, has it. Um, and you can go to handsfreemama.com um, and, and you can find pretty much everything you need there. Perfect. Well, and so the next On the Right Road giveaway, you guys, so stay with me, Rachel, because I've got tons sure. more questions. Yes. So this next giveaway, like I said, it's in honor of you, Rachel. I've got, it's open, of course, you guys know, to all teachers in the U.S. listening to On the Right Road right now. I have seven of Rachel's wonderful books, three copies of Hands-Free Mama, three copies of Hands-Free Life, and one beautiful hardcover copy of Only Love Today, plus 
I have a $100 Target gift card. So there will be eight recipients. Seven will receive one of Rachel's life-changing books, and one will receive the $100 gift card to help you purchase classroom supplies for the school year to come. So to enter, just go to our Right Road Kids Facebook page right now as you're listening. Just follow those simple entry guidelines in the giveaway post. Make sure to include tonight's code word LOVE as part of your entry comment. Even if you included it as part of tonight's first giveaway, make sure you also type it as part of this entry comment too. So Marcy, you can go ahead and pop that up on our Right Road Kids Facebook page right now. It'll be open until just after the end of the show till 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 Eastern tonight. And we'll announce the eight recipients on our Right Road Kids Facebook page tomorrow. Huge thanks to Lori Stinas and her Keller Williams real estate team, health coaching with Claudine, the SoCal DCH Audi, Honda, Ford, Lexus, and Toyota car dealerships, and Rachel's publisher, Harper Collins, for making this giveaway possible. So, Rachel, I want to dive right back in here. I've got another boatload of questions here. Now, in your writings, you often emphasize, um, well, we've kind of already talked about this, so I, I might not need to ask this again, that, you know, the, the greetings and the goodbyes and how yes. important they are. So, I, I guess I really want to move on and touch upon this. Why is it, and and again, maybe we've already touched upon this, but this is such a a key topic in our world today. Why is it so important for us to model those healthy tech habits and set those tech boundaries for kids and teens? Yes. um, Well, And and I guess I should, can I ask, uh, is it ever too late? Do you think it's ever too late if a kid's 17? Mm. I, I honestly don't think it's too late, and I get that question a lot from parents who um, have neglected to do some of the things that I talk about in my writing with connection and acceptance um, and just that unconditional love and, and that unconditional listening, and they feel like there's, there's, a, there's a wall up between them and their child or they've done too much damage with criticism. I talk a lot about um, how I used to be very critical and um, I find that our children respond immediately to our asking of forgiveness. I think yes. it's absolutely imperative um, to model that and, and it can be years after an incident's happened because I can remember doing things and saying things that I know hurt my children. And I, I, one time I apologized to Natalie. Um, I always had to have things perfect when we left the house. Like they had to look perfect and I would brush their hair so hard because I was in such a hurry that I saw the tears in her eyes oh. and it, it hurt to look back on that. But I said to her when a few years later, I think she was eight and I said, baby, I'm I'm so sorry that for all those years I thought the most important thing was to look perfect and to make sure everybody thought that we had it all together and we had this you know this this look about our family where, you know they can they can do all these great things and I said now I know that's not what's important and what's important is loving each other and connecting with each other and I'm so sorry for that and she she said mom you know I don't remember that. I just remembered you liked us to match. And oh. I said, well, that's, that is true. And, and then it was the next day 
and and Natalie's a lot like me. We're both very driven perfectionists, and our and Nat, and Avery, my youngest, is very uh, low key and laid back. And she was brushing her own hair because I, at that time, I had let go of the need to to be in control. And Avery didn't brush the back of her hair, and I saw Natalie almost say something, and then she put her hand down, and oh. she she whispered to me. She likes it like that. And, oh. I'm not, and, and so, again, that modeling, you know, yes. we, we, we show kids, like, what is important, loving each other as is. And I think it's so critical right now in this world of Instagram, and we're on our Snapchat, and we're looking, and we're picking each other apart, and we're excluding people. And, and if at home we can say, you belong, and I love you just as you are, exactly as you are, and you don't need to change a thing. And that trips a lot of parents up because they say, well, I'm supposed, that's my job. I'm supposed to point out where they're going wrong and when they're making mistakes. Yes, but there's a way to do it that's not critical, and there's a way to do it that's not breaking them down. And I think if you can't be safe and loved in your own home, where can you be? Because our right. kids are going to get beaten down by coaches and, and other situations by kids, and, and, and we need to be that soft place. And so I think if you start today and you haven't done this in your life, it's okay. It's not too late to be that soft place. Well, and the boundaries are so important. You know, something has shifted in our in our society where so often now parents just want to be friends. And I think sometimes teachers want to be friends, too, because there's, you know what I mean? Because there's so many um, challenges that, that parents can come down on teachers if they say the wrong thing. It never used to be yes. that way, you know? Yes. And yes. Uh, But here's why it's so important. My mom, actually, she's listening tonight, and sh- as she was thinking about the show, you know, she was reading the, you know, what the show was going to be about tonight. Yes. And she called me and she said, Paula, this friend of mine just told me how her daughter is now in college. And she said the daughter and mom never have a, a like a close conversation together because the daughter for since she was born or whatever has been on technology and now she's addicted to it and it's a real problem. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's so my mom was like this. This is so important for teachers and parents mm-hmm. to really hear and understand how important each one of our interactions with kids matters. But but yes. the point being, I really want to encourage this mom. I hope she's listening tonight. That it's never too late. Like you said, when you yes. if you keep badgering that child, they're they're going to go farther and farther away, further and further away. Yes. from from you but if you and, open your heart and say I'm sorry maybe yes. I did this the wrong way but I want to have that connection with you yes. it's like what you were saying before about teachers and their students maybe when you have a hard student and you you know a hard childhood behavior or whatever when you open up your heart I think it's it softens everything mm-hmm. and helps them respect you and understand that how much you do love them and care for them well, I do get a lot of teen readers that write to me, and they say, you're the kind of mom that I don't have. And so oh. and sometimes I learn how to mother myself by reading your words. Yeah. And so I know that the teachers, they can mother kids that are not being mothered, and, and that means, you know, that unconditional love and that sense of belonging, that sense that you matter 
because it only takes really one person to, to instill that belief in a child to give them that confidence. And, and I had a young lady who said, how can I tell my mom that I'm a human being? And then when she talks about my hair being ugly and she talks about my grades not being good enough, I just want to give up. And oh. so I like to tell parents that if you, if you need a, a, a very small step, it's just to notice the good. So just look for any and yes. all good things that you're seeing, anything positive, even if it's thank you for coming down to breakfast, even if they don't have a smile on their face and they're being grouchy. If you, I call it seeing the flowers instead of the weeds. And, yes. and sometimes my daughter, who, who she's 14, she runs camps in our basement for kids in the neighborhood. And for a while, all I would see was the mess. And I was like, Rachel, come on now. She is organizing these camps, and she's working so hard. And you're just <laughs> focusing on the mess that she's making. What is that? What message is that sending to her? So it's, it's you, you really do have to train yourself to stop looking for what's wrong or how can I improve my child and build upon what they're already doing that's right. And they just giving them that freedom and, and just to surrender and say, let me let things unfold. I don't have to monitor how she's doing this project. I can step back and then I can praise her for her ideas and, and what she does. And, and our kids, that is how they grow. That is how they gain confidence. That's what's going to make them in their own apartment someday say, you know what, the toilet is clogged and I don't have to feel helpless. My mom and dad raised me to know that I can solve problems. I know what to do here. I can believe in myself. And that's, that's what helps me step back when I want to take control of a situation with my kids. I just think about them in their dorm room or their own apartment and I think, I don't want them to be helpless. I don't want them to give up before they've even started because I've always taken care of it. And parents think, well, I'm taking care of it because I love them. But no, when you step in and you undermine them and you tell them what to do, it's not building their confidence. Well, it's that's one of the things that you write about so often is yes. that you, you thought your tendency to micromanage was helping your kids. But like yes. you've just explained, it's actually the reverse. You know, yes. when we try to take care of everything for them, they don't know how to change a tire. They don't right. know, you know, what if their car breaks down? How what are they going to do? You know, they're lost yes. lambs, you yes. know, and and, you know, one of the things that um, I just really touched me that I read, I think it was on your um, website was that you said every single day you want to be somebody's angel. Mm-hmm. And I, I think amen to that. And yes. I think one of the ways that we can be angels for our kids is to empower them instead of trying to micromanage and take care of everything. And yes. I mean, that's something that I'm learning daily as well because I'm a type A, I, you know, and I'm really learning to just step back and let, like you said, let 
you know, now my son's 12. It's so important for him to have his life unfold with guidance and nurturing and love from his parents. But so he can find his path without us shoving him down. And I think that goes for teaching as well. You know, sometimes you can read the reports from the previous four Mm -hmm. years, you know, and you pigeonhole a child. And and so you kind of have an idea. That's why I love the the note cards that you were talking about, you know, have the parents share what really matters to them. Because the important thing is not to shove them down a road that's not their right road. Right. We've got to empower them to find their right roads. And and honestly, I would just add that I've given um, middle schoolers index cards when I come to speak. And I say, if you could tell the world one message that, that, that maybe people don't understand about teenagers or middle schoolers, what would you tell them? Oh, and I my like mind that. is blown every time I read the wisdom and the knowledge and the and the heart of these kids and i say you don't have to put your name on it because if they they have uh, you know a little more freedom if they can just right. say what's on their heart so sometimes you may have i worked in classrooms where the parents didn't know what their kids passions were well ask the kids they right. do know what their passions are so teachers Give them an index card. Ask them, what do you want the world to know about you? What do you want me to know about you? And let them be heard. I love that. What a great way to start the school year. I mean, perfect. Now, another thing, Rachel, that you also communicate a lot about is listening to the callings of your heart. And it goes without saying how, like we talked about at the beginning, it goes without saying how important that is for each of our lives. And what I want to ask is your insight, and just briefly, because our time is zooming so fast here, how, as teachers and parents, can we also help kids listen to the callings of their hearts? I would love your perspective on that. Well, I know that when I go in to talk to kids in classrooms, I tell them, you know, that my dream was to be an author. But I I shoved that away because I thought I'm not good enough, and I did teaching instead, which there's nothing wrong. I'm so glad I went into teaching. I, I never changed that. Yes. But then it was four, I was 40 when I finally decided to try to be a writer. But what I, I ask the kids is I say, what is your dream? And we take turns and they talk about what is their dream. And sometimes they want to share it out loud. Sometimes they want to keep it private. But then we go through the process of what is it going to take to reach that dream. And then we talk about what are some things people might say to, to, to say that, whoa, you can't do that or you're not good enough. What's your, what's your comeback going to be? And so we go through this process of talking about what is their deepest dream, what is their passion, what do they want to be, and we don't laugh. We don't say, oh, a professional basketball player, ha, ha, ha. Right, right. You know, (laughs) I I don't think there's anything wrong with letting them just have a a, a horizon that knows no bounds. Right. And because, you know, sometimes – you do tend to say, oh, well, that's not realistic. But just to open up the floor for those dreams and then to, sh- to tell them how important it is to encourage each other in that dream process. And so, okay, so, yeah, I want to be, this This one little girl said, I want to be a mommy. That, that was her dream. Aww. I want to be a mommy. I wanna be a- <laughs> and so what? what would you do? You know, now you're eight or you're nine years old. What would you do to become a good mommy? What What are some things you would do now? 
So she talked about, well, I could be a, a mommy's helper or I could help with my brother and sister, you know. And so you just, you, you really break it down for them. Um, and to, to create something that's not so lofty is like, well, we can start now. And I have right. a lot of kids that want to be writers. Well, what can we do now to, to reach that dream? And so that be, that could become a whole lesson. That could be a, a whole semester's worth of writing and dreaming right. and mapping it out on the wall. And there's just no limit to where that could go. Well, and there's so many ways you can incorporate educational elements into that, too, which I know yes. teachers always have to be thinking about. Exactly. So. You, you've hit the nail on the head with just every word that you've shared tonight, Rachel. Aww, is there, you. and I can't believe that it's like zooming by so fast. Is there a final thought just in about 30 seconds or message sure. that you'd like to share from your heart with all of our wonderful On the Right Road listeners tonight? Um, one of the most profound experiences of my life was a teaching moment where one of my students with severe anger problems ran out of the classroom, out into a highway. Ugh. I ran after him. I was not wearing running shoes. I was, And he could not believe it. He kept turning around. She's still back there. She's still back there. I ran for a mile in these crazy shoes, in my dress. It was about 100 in Florida. And the police officer pulled up, put him in the car, and I stood there, and I made eye contact with him, and he knew I was there for him. I could not fix his problem, but I could be there with him. And when he came back, he held my hand when we walked down the hall, and he was a boy that would not let anyone touch him. And so I want teachers to know that you don't have to fix their problem. All you have to do is be present and let them know that you care about them. That is it. You do not have to fix it. You just have to be all in. I mean, I I feel everything that you're saying, and I that has been my experience with sharing the Right Road program, too. And abs- teachers, I mean, there are no more words. Nothing else needs to be said because that is the crux of the matter. That's what really matters. Yeah. The fact that you do that every day. Yeah. And parents, too. When we give that gift to our kid, that's what life's all about. And that's yeah. what you do every day, teachers. And that's what, that's what we all need to, like, aspire to doing every day day because that's where it's all about. So Rachel, I want to make sure that people can connect with you. Mm-hmm. I believe that I want to say this right, so let me know if I'm if I made a mistake. I believe that your website is handsfreemama.com. Yes. And you also have a Facebook page called The Hands Free Revolution. Correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. Are those the two best ways for people I to connect with you? I would say if you come to the Facebook page or the the blog, you'll find out pretty much everything. Those are the places I post, you know, inspiration uh, during the week. Um, I I put podcasts on there, um, book news, uh, giveaways, you know. So, so yeah, the, the Hands-Free Revolution on Facebook and the blog Hands-Free Mama, and I spell Mama M-A-M-A. Perfect. Well, yes. thank you so much, Rachel. I mean, each On the Right Road show is so special to my heart. And <laughs> just when I think it can't get 
possibly any more special <laughs> an evening like like tonight happens and I meet another extraordinary soul like you. This oh. has been so special. I mean, what a blessing you are to the world. Thank you Thank for being you. here. I know how precious every moment in terms of your hand-free life is. And I'm truly grateful that you chose to spend time with us here on The Right Road. Thank you so much. I appreciate everything you do. And to the teachers and parents, keep loving those kids. Thank you so much for loving the kids. Well, and thank you, too, of course, to our wonderful On the Right Road sponsors, Right Road Kids, Right Road Productions, Lori Stenis and her Keller Williams real estate team, Health Coaching with Claudine, Nair, Seatsack, and the SoCal DCH Audi, Honda, Ford, Lexus, and Toyota car dealerships. Quickly, I have a bonus giveaway for you guys tonight. This is going to be for $200 school supply gift boxes. I've got five of them, so this one giveaway is worth $1,000. And I didn't even have time to make a Facebook page for this, uh, you know, post. So I'm going to do an email giveaway. What you're going to do is email me at hey Paula. That's H-E-Y, Paula. For all of you guys who get my emails, it's the same email. Hey, Paula at rightroadkids.org. Include gift box in the subject line, easy as pie, right? And include your school, city, and state in your email so we know that you're a teacher. Again, just email me at heypaula at rightroadkids.org. Include gift box in the subject line and your school, city, and state in the email. And I've also got the big Pencil Palooza giveaway coming up. So, oh my gosh, just a quick reminder, you guys, to mark your calendars for Sunday, August 13th. That's the next live on the Right Road show date. It will be another wonderful show to help you guys prepare for an extraordinary school year. And I just have a minute here. I'd like to, you know how I always like to wrap up with a couple of nuggets from my heart, things that you can take with you into the week and in this case into this school year I I just these have been on my heart throughout this week and I just love to quickly share them number one intentionally try just living hands-free a few times each day start even with just putting your phone down when you pick up your child from school look into their eyes like we talked about tonight shine for them don't worry about how you're going to fit in the extra time for this Believe me, you just do it a few times, then what happens is it becomes a habit, a way of life that flows and changes everything for you and your children and your students' teachers. Number two, life goes by in a blink of an eye. It can change in a blink of an eye. I saw a post this past week from Johnny Erickson Tata. She uh, became a paraplegic from a diving accident. I mean, uh, 40 years ago or something, I may be saying the wrong amount of time, but what a blessing she is to the world, and, and it's amazing what she's done with her life. But her life changed in a blink of an eye. So take a moment at the end of each day, and we've got to help our kids learn how to do this too, to make sure you feel like you're living and teaching your kids what really matters because nothing else at the end of the day there's nothing more important number three let's all make it a school year that really matters you guys for ourselves for our children and for our students just reiterate that I want to reiterate that example that my mom shared of this friend of hers with that college student who is kind of checked out from any kind of personal relationships it but it's never too late a hands-free life like we've been talking about tonight is the way to go around in this life that we are all blessed with let's all be somebody's angels today and every day and 
Oh my gosh, to close out, I've got one more wonderful giveaway for you guys all this evening. I, I think you've been waiting for this one. It's our Pencil Palooza. A quick reminder, all of tonight's uh, giveaways from tonight's show will go out in the mail to the recipient teachers the first week in August. It, number two, if you're a recipient, if you see your name on tomorrow or Tuesday's recipient announcement post on our Right Road Kids Facebook page, just private message me on our Right Road Kids page with your summer home address because we're still in summer gift delivery mode. And thank you guys for your patience if you've signed up as a right road teacher friend on our website and haven't yet started receiving our emails thank you again for your patience we've received a mountain over the last month and we're entering them night and day so we'll get you in our system as soon as we can again thank you for your patience okay here it is you guys pencil palooza it's open to all teachers in the u.s listening to on the right road we have so many new pencils i'm talking thousands and thousands and we're going to give away tons of them tonight good old number twos and mechanical pencils there will be a total of 40 four zero teacher recipients from this giveaway 19 will each receive regular number two wood pencils and 19 will receive mechanical pencils pack sizes of these range from about eight to a hundred and everywhere in between and two 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 teachers will receive a jumbo package of approximately 300 pencils including both number twos and mechanicals so yay to enter just go to our right road kids facebook page right now as you're listening follow those simple entry guidelines in the offer post make sure to also include tonight's code word love as part of your entry comment even if you included it in the previous giveaways okay and for this giveaway make sure to also include as part of your entry comment if you would like number two wood pencils or mechanical pencils and that's indicated in the offer post too so don't worry it's all there um, um, so those who indicate number two wood pencils will be entered for the pencil the wood drawings and those who indicate mechanicals will be entered for the mechanical gift pack drawings plus all will be entered for the two jumbo 300 count gift pack drawings okay so this giveaway is going to be open until just after the end of the show till 7 p.m pacific 10 eastern tonight and we'll announce the 40 recipients on our right road kids page this coming tuesday so marcy go ahead and pop that up huge thanks huge 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 thanks to nair for helping to make this giveaway possible oh my gosh our sponsors are the greatest and i'm going so fast because i want to make sure to thank rachel again rachel macy stafford my amazing guest this evening thanks to marcy justin the whole voice america team thank you all so much for listening and being a part of the right road family blessings love and light to every single one of you in case you missed any part of tonight's show and would like to hear the broadcast again we'll post that on our right road kids facebook page and our website coming up in the next few days also watch for the click and listen giveaway on our right road kids facebook page next weekend even if you're listening now you can still click and listen and enter that giveaway remember that the next on the right road show will be live here on voice america empowerment on sunday august 13th in between our live on the right road broadcast you can always connect with us on our right road kids facebook page and on our website at rightroadkids.org Always remember, you guys, that you are special, appreciated, and loved. Until next time, Sunday, August 13th at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 Eastern, here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Be that daily, positive, bold, empowered inspiration for the kids in your life and live your best, most amazing life on the right road. Remember to make each day count and focus on and teach your kids by example what really matters, everyone. Love you all. Thank you for listening to On the Right Road with your host, Paula Phillips. Connect with us anytime at www.rightroadkids.org or at Right Road Kids on Facebook. 
And we'll catch you again here every first and third Sunday of the month at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on The Right Road. Right Road.